You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. We have pec muscles. I was trying to flex my pec muscles. There's so much I'd like to tell you right now why mm-hmm. we can't see your pecs, <laughs> but I'll save that for later. Oh my gosh. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Well, Nicole, I feel like we need to open up with the drinks we had at the Super Bowl. 
It was a spicy margarita and Paloma weekend. It was a tequila weekend. It was a big tequila weekend. It was a really fun weekend, and we cannot wait to let you guys all in the details because I have to say, I think we really nailed social. Well, right? We nailed social, but tequila, it's like we tried Michael Jordan's tequila, Kendall Jenner's tequila. We also, Nicole got mad at me because I did get her a Don Julio one time and I got I was trouble. not in the mood for Don. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we are going to enjoy our spicy margaritas and we are going to let you in on probably one of the funnest sister Sundays I think we've had. I mean, I don't know if anything will ever top Sister Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> but Such we got to talk name. about the whole weekend because it was Super Bowl weekend. So Bree and I flew in Saturday morning and I've realized that Mateo knows when I'm leaving. He's like, I'm going to make sure mama's up all night. I mean, I even got into his crib. I was so tired. He just didn't want to let me go. And I feel bad. Like, I know these moments don't last long, right? When they're this little, they're in cribs and diapers and just so cute. So I let him take advantage of that. And I'm like, he needs me. You're so funny. I know. But I also think Teo does know when you're leaving because you are very, like, over the top. I am not. You always say this. No. Bye, Teo. Bye. Bye. Okay, well, I was told, like, mm-hmm. you have to tell them those things so that when you always come home, they know, like, when you say bye, you come home. Anyways, whatever. You're rude. <laughs> so, Bree and I, we fly in Saturday. We go straight to Glam. Oh, yeah. Straight to Honeybee and Paul. Straight to makeup because we needed to look hot for our first Super Bowl party. First Super Bowl party and red carpet, which was put on by Fanatics. And that was so fun. So, you know, Brie and I, we're daytime drinkers. We we like a good vibe in the daytime. We do. And it was funny because I told Nicole, I'm like, I really want us to kind of dress like twins, but have that like Destiny Childs film. Yeah. We're like, like same material, identical. but like we're like The matching. yin and the yang. Yes. Well, I say yang and it's yan. Someone told me that. What? No, it's yin and yang. I mean, it's okay. Y-A-N-G. Yeah, but I guess I've been saying it wrong Yang? my entire life. Yeah. That's interesting. I'd challenge someone on that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I tried, and uh, they made me feel like I lost big time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was I there? No. Oh, okay. So I feel like we looked amazing. The red dress, and then you had the red top, and well, even though Nicole didn't know about the red well, top, because and- you wanted cleavage. Right. Well, okay. Yes. First of all, this is the reason why I love having cleavage, is like with my body shape, and especially when I photograph, I just look... It looks better when I have cleavage. Like, I just look more proportioned. I don't know. I think that's in your head because I disagree. Okay. Well, I look at my photos, so I wanted, that's what I wanted. Because right now I'm looking at your top. You have no cleavage and you look very proportioned to me. Oh, well, I'm sitting down. (laughs) Well, I don't know what happens on those red carpet photos. But anyways, so I'm like, okay, Brie, I'll do this. And... But I had to rush out. Like I had a, I put on a big bra, like the bra I did not want to wear with it. I didn't even check my face and we just ran out. But parties always end up being the best when you're in that vibe, right? Yeah. So we need to tell everyone. I mean, we walked the red carpet. That was fun. That's, you guys all saw that. Yeah. But we go in and it's like street tacos bar, it's sushi. I mean, it's Bella Heavens, spicy margaritas. Like it was on the list. We didn't even have to tell the bartender about it. Spicy, which we were like, you serious? Did you know we were coming? I think it was like (laughs) called number six. So we're drinking, we're having fun. We get to see like great people. And the next thing you know, who takes the stage? 
Megan the Stallion. Yes. And there's only like, how many people would you say? 150. Were so could you guys maybe imagine but... you're sitting there and there's like maybe, yeah, I think a little more. Right? Okay. Maybe like 200. Less than 300. Yeah. yeah. And then we're just It was like, like a wedding. Yeah. We're four, like, I don't even want to say really rows. We're just, no, there's no rows. There's yeah. just like 40 a of group us people. looking right there. And Megan's just performing. And Dancing, performing. I was feeling it. I was like in my jam, in my place. I'm like, I don't want this party to well, end. Well, I mean, you and I ran, got more margaritas. Like, we got worked up. Um, I was so happy they were pouring light because I think I had six. They did taste a little like lemonade, and I was like, this is a good sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that party was incredible. I had so much fun. So then, of course, Brie and I are like, for the next party, we want to do an outfit change. So we... We head back to the hotel and we do our change. And originally we were going to go to the Bud Light party because we heard Green Day was playing. And we're like, and Miley we Cyrus. have to see Green Day right. and Miley. And then you realize when you're in L.A., you're like, OK, I'm in Century City. Do I really want to drive all the way to downtown L.A.? And right. you all know if you've been in L.A. how it is on a Saturday night. So Traffic. we're like, we don't want to spend the whole evening in the car. That's not fun. No. So we ended up going to Sports Illustrated party. And that's when we were in our browns. That that was. But I will mm-hmm. tell you all something. We walked into Sports Illustrated. It was wild. My 20-year-old self inside would have loved it. But it was funny because Nicole and I and our friend, she was on podcast, Angela Johnson. We all walk in and we like looked at each other. And we're like, no, no, no. We're not going to let our age come out right now. Yeah, that's what we kept saying. Like, we, ju- we got to enjoy the moment. Because yeah. mind you all, what Bree didn't say is we were just at dinner and <laughs> oh because gosh. all of a sudden we were told like, oh, yeah, the party doesn't start till like 9, 930, come around 10, 1030. I looked at Brianna and I thought I was going to be in bed at that time. Well, I'm like, the party doesn't start at 7? It's just like <laughs> 7 p.m. makes sense. Oh, so that's no. why there's a lot of people like us not there. Exactly. So we were at like a really nice dinner. They're playing like Frank Sinatra. We're like, oh, a lot oh. of our French music, actually. Yeah, we're enjoying like La good Vienne food. Rose. Yeah, <laughs> wine. So then oh, we walk gosh. into Sports Illustrated. Yeah, PJ. This girl passes me in a bodysuit, thong bodysuit, mind you. I thought she forgot to put her skirt on or her pants. <laughs> I thought like, she left it in the bathroom. I thought she was just there. And then I realized it was she's intentional. she's wearing sneakers with it. And I'm thinking. Uh, but that is a hot look. I was like, if that was Birdie Joe Danielson, I would have yanked her ass out of that party. <laughs> well, how? Would you have done it with her cheeks or would you have grabbed her by her string? <laughs> Gosh, right? I, the brave. It was brave. But I'm like, damn. Like, is this this part? And then I saw. The next one come by me. The next, the next. And I was like, okay, breathe, breathe through this. We're going to have some fun. Okay. Well, I enjoy the people watching it. And you know I what? I love it too. It took me back to my time <laughs> when we were trying to get into the Super Bowl parties. And a few times we did. And I did dress like that. I mean, I don't wear a thong. Well, for sure. Obviously. But I dressed super sexy. I had crazy heels on and I was like ready to go. I wanted to look at the boys. I wanted to know my options. Let me tell you something. I'm not judging. I love all of that. You I think sound it's- like you're judging. What it was, I was like, if one of these people bump into me and say, ma'am, I'm sorry, I'm about to take a big First back First of bump. all, there was all ages there. That's what, I, you know what, that's what I've always loved about the Super Bowl parties. Right. The age is not a number, and you meet the coolest people in the industry and people you never thought you would be partying with. Well, wait a sec. There was a party at 7 p.m. that we were mingling in. That was for sure our age group. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to the 9 p.m., for sure not. No, and that was around time. Okay. No, it was... So no. if I compare the two... It went young. Bree and I realized we just don't do the club thing well anymore. And then... But guess what? We went back to our rooms and we were happy and well, we were we, fine. Well, this is the best, is we made a loop 
around. Mm-hmm. And then we all looked at each other and we're like, we can't. And then they're like, oh, the band is going to be on in an hour. And I'm like, an hour? That's 1130 Yeah, at that I'm point. like, I can't. And then we ordered a drink and then Nicole got a little grumpy because that's where Jose Cuervo was at. That's when Jose showed up. And the- Jose in like a double. And I like spit that out. And Jose Cuervo, I love you, but... My palate was not ready for you. Well, we asked for a skinny, and I think that meant tequila on the rocks. Oh, I with spit it line. out, and I I took a big gulp, and I was like, it was like fire through my mouth, down everything. That yeah. was wild. But it was fun, and I looked at the cabanas. I looked at it all, and I go, I just wish, I wish... You know, I could stay up I late wish I for was this. young again. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, because this looks really fun. Okay, you know what? You're making us sound boring. But wait, no. The, uh, the boring part is... Our hotel was across the street, and we get into our room, and we're like, oh, my gosh, we can hear the music. So we're like, should we play white noise? We do. <laughs> we put and on I our get sound a, machine. I get a text from Angela, and she's like, is it bad that I'm so excited to be driving home right now listening to my murder mysteries on my podcast? And I'm like, oh, girl, our ages. Nicole and I are cranking the the sound machine right now. But we loved it. We're, we realized we're all day drinkers, and we had so much fun until... You know, we even had fun at Sports Illustrated. Sports we, Illustrated was incredible, we just, and we got hot photos, cool vibes. We got to meet incredible people. I loved Sports but Illustrated. But we just wanted to make sure we got a rest because Sunday was like our day. Oh, well, Sister Sunday, girl. Yes. So, Super Bowl comes. Well, first, I was so excited because, you know, we were here, NBC was hosting us because AGT Extreme's coming out February 21st. You're going to hear that a lot today, by the way. <laughs> um, this Monday on NBC, and you could stream it on Peacock. So they were hosting Brie and I. Terry Crews and I had to do a hit um, on the pre-show, live hit. We were really excited. And live interview, so we say live hit in the industry, um, live interview. So we got to go by the water, which I have been missing West Coast ocean water. It brought me back San Diego vibes, made me miss days in San Diego. Ocean was incredible. It was incredible to be down at Santa Monica. And just to see Terry Crews again, like Terry is such an amazing human being. Brie, I was so excited that you got to chat with him and hang me out too. with him. Now, and when Travis comes on later, that's who our special guest is. You're going to see why I had the most incredible time on the set of Extreme because I was literally surrounded by incredible people, then the most outrageous acts, and it was just the best time ever. So Brie and I... You know, I get done with the NBC interview and then we are on our way to the big game and we get invited to like the coolest tailgate ever. So the best thing is, is when I'm telling when Bree and I are talking about this tailgate party and people had asked me about it. And this was before we got there. I'm like, yeah, we're going to, you know, be in the parking lot and grilling hot dogs. I know you kept telling me parking lot. Well, we kind of were. Well, because when someone, when it was called a tailgate party, I just assumed we were eating off of people's trucks. I don't know. Girl, it took me back at the Charger games when we'd all kick it. Yeah. You know? And so, but we showed up and it's like a sick ass tailgate, intense and bougie and amazing. And Brie and I get in, we high five and we're like, yep, this is where it's at. Big high five. Huge. We might have done a little booby bump. and <laughs> <laughs> But I think the best thing was our seats. We're four rows back from mm-hmm. the, at the Super Bowl. And, you know, obviously everyone knows we're diehard Eagle fans. But it was fun to be in Los Angeles, have their team there, because you could feel the energy of the city just really wanting their team to win. The city needed it. L.A. needed it. But also then the Bengals, who, I mean, well, we they're diehard fans. And they finally made it to the Super Bowl. And we had those wild ones around us. They were so entertaining. We were in a good area. I think I, I posted them a couple times because 
because I couldn't help but watch them just sweating and cheering. I was like, oh, man. It kind of made me sad the Eagles weren't in it because I'm like, I kind of want to be that fan right now. I want to scream at people. Yeah, just getting wild. (laughs) But I drank a lot of beer and I had my nachos. And Brie mode happened. No, it didn't. Brie. You're saying because of that lady who shoulder checked me. Okay. They both shoulder checked each other. She just went flying and I stood still. Well, you can't just say half the story. <sighs> well, you tell okay, the full so story. So we get then. in the stadium. By the way, the new LA stadium, if you ever get an opportunity to go to a game there Damn. or whatever else they do there, it is insane amazing. Such a cool stadium. One of the best I've ever been in. So this is like a few drinks in and we just got another drink and we're walking and Bree's talking to someone who was asking her a question and this lady's coming at Bree texting. So, texting and walking. Uh, so. Let me talk because I saw the whole thing. So I'm watching this in my head. I go, these two are about to hit. And I I maybe should have told Bree like, you should hey. Warn. Or you should warn the lady. I was in such a moment of just staring like, are they really going to just collide into each other? Sure enough. They hit shoulder so hard. So but Bree stands her ground. This lady, who is very petite, goes flying. I mean, she flew off her feet. And then what I actually thought was pretty badass. I don't know if she would have thought this. <laughs> in midair, because you know when they're like creating a line and they have the ropes with the stands? Yes. In midair, as she's going to fall, she catches it. It like makes she her slam, twirled, twirled, but slammed her even harder on the ground. And then everything came with her, like the whole rope area and the stands all come falling down. And I was like, oh, shit. And then her friend in midair tries to catch one of the stands and then it caused her to fall. And Brie literally just looked back and was like, whoa. Kept walking. I was like, dude, that's a girl that just like bumped into you. That's what happened. She was texting and walking. So she has to pick her own ass up. I'm not going to pick her up. She's a grown ass woman. This is my thing is that I mean, she bumped my shoulder. She, I was complimenting someone's mm-hmm. kid. She bumped me. It's not my fault. I stayed in my boots. But like, what was I supposed to do? Like, say, hey, lady, I'll help your ass up. But next time, don't text and walk. Pick your head up. Um. So if it was me, 100%, I would have been like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I would have helped her up. I just felt like at the time she flew so far, there was so much distance and I and needed to see the game. I would have ran that far and helped her up. Well, the, the hard thing is we and were by the way, before I the said that. I looked show. at Brina and I go, dang, you're not even going to go walk over and help her up? Well, but I needed to get back to my seat because I saw the countdown for the halftime It was. Show. We were like less than a minute away to seeing one of, for me, I think, one of the most incredible halftimes. Can we just talk about that? Because I think when it was announced, everyone was like, oh, this is going to be fire. But sometimes you hold this high bar and you're like, will they do it? Right. Man. I like. I have to say, they nailed it. I still get goosebumps when I think about it. Like I, I was, still get like and worked up. You know what? It's something about being there and seeing it live and getting to see. I mean, so it took Bree and I back to middle school and high school days for us. Yeah, and for sure, so to high see, school. especially Snoop, Dr. Dre, and Eminem take the stage together. I mean, I immediately we went back into high school. Like whoa, and like Fifty Cent coming like a bat then, right out of the. Club. I mean, that took me to like college, <laughs> and then Mary J took me to like my relationship in college because you know those were oh, our songs yes. when she dropped those CDs. It was like you know that was the ones, <laughs> right? Um, well, and I think the cool part is. Where we were sitting, we could see the acts getting ready to come in. So, like, when all of a sudden we see, what do you call it, Nicole, where all the football players come out of? Oh, What are they? Tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah. When we all of a sudden saw all the hoodies come out, and I go, oh, that's Eminem's. That's Eminem. Eminem. Oh, Kendrick Lamar, too, by the way. That was 
so cool. He actually was like his whole setup was my favorite. So I we and we Bree and I were dancing very hard, and we just we were enjoying ourselves at that we point. Were enjoying- we were in a zone. <laughs> Gosh. In the end zone, girl. Oh, you we know were it. close. But it was fun and and a we, great game. Great That's, game. I think all you ask for for Super Bowl when it's not your team and you don't have the pressure of like wanting your team to win. You just want a good game. And wow. For the for the Rams to win in LA in what was it, less than a minute, I think? It yeah. was right by the minute mark. To have that, I mean, that is Super Bowl. That's Super Bowl. I you know, it always makes me feel bad for the other team. I was like the Bengals, and I think of all those guys in front of us who you could tell they're really emotional the whole time. But, yeah, I kind of felt bad for them. It's a hard loss. Because we're athletes, so we know the feeling of loss. And when you've worked so hard to get somewhere and you're that close to have the ultimate championship and what you've worked for for your whole life, and think a majority of them, that's what they saw as little boys. And, like, to know that you don't get there because you never know if you're going to go back. It's hard, and especially when you put your blood, sweat, and tears into that and you don't get what you were fighting for, it's hard to swallow that. And so I always feel for the athletes. I'm always like, damn, they work so hard. But you know what? Win-win for them. They gave us an incredible, incredible game. Bree, how about that package on Title IX? So I have to say, I'm like literally, we're partying our seats. The minute I that package went, and think of how loud that stadium was. It just brought me back to the days. I mean, think that was we were in high school. I know. And remember, we always would talk about how unfair it is that the boys have all these scholarships and all these different programs and they could choose from any school they want in the country. And like us girls never had that. And so to see that and then to see Billie Jean King come out and do the coin toss. I actually have goosebumps right now. For women and for little girls, that was iconic. That was epic. That was a moment in history. And I just was like, this is why this is going to be my favorite Super Bowl ever. Oh, and let's mention uh, The Rock. You go oh, from yeah, I was like, you go from that, and then The Rock comes out and fires up the crowd, and I'm like, did we write this? I know, spicy margaritas, Casamigas Blanco, our favorite people. This was a Bella Super Bowl. It always when it comes to Super Bowl, we're just always in our element. Our fashion's more on point. Like, there's all these different things that you and I, and we just have fun, but. We're and sexy also, tomboys, yeah. so we just, we're in our vibe. And my sister's like the type, like, we look at each other and we're like, okay, let's go home, shower, and get chicken fingers and french fries. So we got in bed, show. yeah, and we, we had bad we, food. And we watched, actually, the Olympics, and we ice yeah. skating, which we love. Um, dude, the figure skaters right now in the Olympics, the couples, are what blowing my mind. Blows Artem my mind. and I watched it together on FaceTime last night. Artem's really into the figure skating, of course, because some of them have ballroom backgrounds and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Right. But I want to say it's great to talk about all these fun athletes from Super Bowl, congrats guys, to all these Olympians. But I want to hear about some other athletes. I agree, girl. And we have a badass extreme one coming I mean, on the show. We're about to bring on one of the best. But before we bring him on, I have to say that I had the most incredible experience on the set of AGT Extreme. I'm so blessed. I hope it does so beyond incredibly well because I want this to be my home for years to come. But Simon Cow was so incredible to work with. Just honestly a blessing, one of my favorites. And I learned a lot from him, but he is such a cool person. My goal is one day I get to sit down and have a bottle of wine with Simon Cow. I would just love it. Or I know he likes a light um, lager beer. Can you bring him on our podcast? Why don't you do that? Right. So I can talk to him too. Yeah. So I just, Simon is someone that not only can you learn from and grow from, but like you could actually just shoot the shit with, which I really love. And then to be around Terry Crews, what a present. Like I just wanted to 
conquer the day. Like that's how you get with Terry. You just want to conquer he the day. He motivates you. I agree. And then Travis and I, and Travis is our guest and he'll be coming on, but Travis Pastrana was so amazing. And you and I have been a fan of his, I mean, since... 18, like when we'd go watch him kick ass at X Games and even at motocross. And so to be with Travis a lot, and Travis and I just... We became close, such good friends. I mean, all of the guys, we all had instant chemistry, built such an amazing friendship. And I'm so blessed to be around the coolest people, not to mention right. all the producers and the crew, Jason, Sam, all these incredible people. Um, Harvey, like, I, I just felt like, whoa, this is my zone. And then let's talk about the acts. People are literally going to see the most jaw-dropping, insane, enormous, incredible, fearless, brave, courageous acts that they've ever seen in their entire life. And it's entertaining, and there's going to be a winner. I mean, someone's going to win $500,000. Well, you know what? I want to hear all about it. I want to hear Travis, too. So I say we bring him on and hear both of your journeys on this incredible show. Well, let's hear his. You guys get me every week. We only get him this week, so. I will say the only time I let my ass cheeks hang out of my cutoff shorts was at motocross. Well, girl, you know, that was the vibe back then. It was. And and after that, I remember. You did it for America. Yeah. Hell yeah, I did. (laughs) And I never did it again because it was really wild that night. But I remember that. Motocross. You never did it again. I think I was 20 years old. All right. Well, I think I have some proof of that. Or actually, I think I was eight. No, don't tell me. Girl, I was it was 18. Hooter Days. Hooter Days. So you're telling me 20 years ago? Wow. Well, I thought I had a good transition there. Nothing appropriate. Um, so I say, you know, let's stop here and let's bring on one of the greatest athletes of our time. So iconic. I mean, he's won more championships, well, definitely than you and I, but then (laughs) more than anyone, of course, in his industry and has broken a lot of bones, but literally has set records in, I mean, everything you can think of. This guy has thought it, he's done it, and he's set a record. So I say let's bring on Travis Pastrana. But first, let's take a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form. And it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. 
Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Travis, are you okay? <laughs> Gonna live forever. Of course oh. I'm all right. No, I kind of had a, a little bit of a, a mishap 
on my landing. I ran out of talent right before I hit, unfortunately. And, oh, uh, no. Now, did you know, <laughs> like, in your head, moments before you hit, were you like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to hit? Like, did, did or you did know it or did you not fast? know? Yeah, was it fast? So what had happened, I don't base jump a lot. And that's actually kind of the problem is when you do something all the time, you can do the craziest stuff and you kind of get away with it. I'm sure when you girls are wrestling all the time and you kind of, you understand how things work and you're just like kind of in tune with it. And I was trying to do something with the parachute and I got lower than I thought. And all of a sudden I'm past the point of no return and I'm like above my parachute coming into the landing. <laughs> oh, this is going to hurt. Oh uh, my gosh. I mean, Did you it, feel it or was it like... You know, I actually thought I was okay and I tried to get up and then I was like, oh, my hips are definitely broken because I felt everything shift. Oh and then my, my stomach God. started to get warm and I was like, man, I, I broke my hips and I'm bleeding out. And I was kind of joking and everyone kind of thought I was joking, yeah. but I was actually serious. And like, I mean, you all know when you, when you get hurt. So, totally. Yeah. You know, so, I kind of laugh instead of cry. So I was kind of laughing and giggling and I'm like, yeah, I definitely... I got my pelvis and I'm bleeding out. And they were like, oh, sure, we'll check. And I'm like, you broke your back, you broke your pelvis, you broke your hip and you broke your sacrum. And yes, you uh, need five blood transfusion. So there, there was that. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so week. can yeah. we put like no more base jumping? Can you like make that promise? Yeah, I think uh, Lindsay, my wife, she's right over L- there. She, Lindsay, uh, can you like Lindsay. make him promise no more base jumping? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we made that promise a few times already. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Right? I know. He is, I don't I'm, know if it's going to stick. Right? Hopefully Travis. this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you were my husband. But, you know, I was the same with Brian. I was like, you know, I don't think you should go back to wrestling. He's back wrestling. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't be doing headbutts. He does headbutts. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just you not going to say anything and anymore. It, in the ballroom dancing world, I just don't have that issue. Yeah. I, if I've tried don't. to ballroom dance, it would be the most dangerous thing I've ever done. So, I mean. I don't, I maybe we need to get you on I, Dancing with the Stars. Actually, I think maybe. Travis would kill it. He would I kill it. I think he would Have you it. seen me walk? Actually, well, actually, Travis <laughs> wouldn't kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But maybe the walking, maybe if it's dancing, it might be a little different. Waltz. Right? I think you can maybe pull no. off the waltz. It's slower. Yeah. You know, a tango Anything would be that, tough. If it doesn't require flexibility, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> waltz, not too much. Not when you're the man. Okay, Travis, we got to talk about, I mean, our premiere is this Monday, February 21st, only on NBC. Ooh. And you can stream it on Peacock, AGT Extreme. I mean, can you believe it's here? You know, it was such kind of an awesome experience for me coming from the action sports world. It was really neat. Like you, it was cool coming in with you, Nikki, because we, oh. I don't know, it was just, it was so neat. Cause I feel like we both, we saw our names up there and we yeah. both kind of lit up where you know, <laughs> Terry is just the coolest guy in the world. And, you know, Simon, but they've been there before. Yeah. And I don't, for, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, it was just such a, a really cool, unique experience. And I'm right in the middle of my season and I'm like still focused on that. So I kind of came in like in a whirlwind. I didn't know what's going on and, and defining extreme. There were so many variations on what, you know, I definitely, I hit <laughs> day one a couple of times. I, Nikki was so nice. She was like, was she? I'll, I'll let him, I'll let him finish. I, um, okay, why are you nice to all of them and not no, me? You know what? We all think of Simon Cow, what everyone would assume, yeah. right? No, Travis is the Simon of the season, but when oh, you wow, are, Travis. when you are the king of extreme, you get to be, and, but Travis would be giving these amazing words and I'm like, for sure he's going to say yes. And then he go, but. That's a no. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you just took me on this journey of how amazing this person is. And then they got a big old no. And I would just, I felt really bad for people. I, I had the really big heart. You guys will see it. But also, 
I mean, Travis was like a god to everyone. I mean, we're talking about AGT Extreme. Right. So when people got on that stage and they're looking at Travis Pastrana, they're oh, like, like, damn. Bow- I mean, he got this all the time, bowing. and I felt so bad. So many people came up and they were like, they were genuine. And they were like, hey, Travis, so good to meet you. I can't wait to see what you have to say. And like, I had to like, you know, I'm like, okay, this was good and this was good. But honestly, I just, I, no, it's still a no. Yeah. And I just I felt... I felt so bad. And then like, you know, he would, he would feel he was, no. like crying for him. And yeah. Just, so many times to people, I know you wanted to say no, but you know, Simon was next and you know, he's not going to say yes. Oh, so. right. Yeah. So but, I had to be, give him the one hope spot. You know what I mean? In I our agree. business, the hope spot. Well, and, and you're but, also, but even Travis made Simon's jaw drop a few times. Oh, really? He would be like, whoa. Travis, I love this, actually. This makes me, like, really excited to watch. I'd say when you're when you're judging, when you start the season, there was a certain, like, bar that you just put up that you're like, they have to do this many tricks or they have to be, like, this crazy, this extreme for you to, like, tell them yes. Did you have that kind of going into the season? You know, it's, it's just a matter of kind of understanding like especially the motorcycle stuff if you were doing a motor and don't get me wrong i was impressed there was a couple people that came on that actually just they really blew me away in my element and if you can do that where i understand it where i've seen the best in the world i feel like you know that's like a wrestler coming on and and you kind of know the the Mm -hmm. tricks of the trade and you're like i said no to like the entire first day and then finally someone got on i I really Mm -hmm. wish i would have said no to him as well and i said yes and i I felt bad that night i went i went to bed thinking (laughs) i didn't represent like the action (laughs) sports like i'm gonna be made fun of for saying yes to this i can't let someone go through that i don't genuinely believe deserved uh, you know to go through there's a lot of them were great acts but there was no reference points so I'm like, you could literally be the best in the world or you could be like 10,000th best in the world, but I have, there's no other person, like you're the only one in the world that's done this. Yes, it's a world record. So Nitro Circus set the most world records in one day. And wow. we made up records and we set all kinds of random records and we had stupid records and one-handed hand clap records. And I mean, we did oh everything. But just because you can do a one-handed hand clap doesn't mean that it shouldn't necessarily be a world record. It was just kind of a joke. I don't know. I mean, but by the way, I was like, how did you do that? How, that was pretty good. Like that a was... one handed clap. And I heard the <laughs> Maybe clap. Maybe that should be in Guinness. Guinness, right? It is. It, oh. No, my friend Jim DeChamp has the Guinness World Record for most one handed hand claps in a minute. Oh, I mean, Gosh. Nitro Circus is just like the coolest place in the world. Does it just not take you back to like our Hooter days and days Gosh. of San Diego and living the extreme sports life? Well, I have to say that's why what I'm really excited for AGT Extreme is because I feel like for a while, extreme sports was on fire, like Kelly Slater and um, uh, I'm going to forget. Travis yes. Pastrana. And sure. Tony Hawk. I was like, like how do you forget that? But it was like all yeah. like I felt like a decade ago it was like you guys were the kings of the world. Girl, we know your age. It. That was not a decade okay, ago. Okay, maybe 15 <laughs> years ago. But um and then all of a sudden I not that it went off the map because it's a crazy fan base and a crazy following, but for mainstream television, like putting it out there, it kind of went away a little bit. And I'm happy AGT Extreme's bringing it back because the following is huge. People love watching extreme sports. They love seeing it. And I like that mainstream pop culture is getting back on the bandwagon. Well, but I would like to actually know Travis's perception of that, like with extreme sports. 
So what's interesting is we had action sports. Like when we were Coliseum in 2002 and everyone kind of had a, a stick, like it was metal militia, world domination. You had the mm-hmm. flying Hawaiian and Clifford Adam Tante and Mad Mike Jones and cowboy Kenny Bartram. And, you know, I was kind of like the goody two shoes kid coming in and everybody, you know, everyone had like someone to root for. And it was more of a showmanship. It was the evil Knievel, you know, right. where he would go out, he had a cape, you know, he, he engaged the fans and, and then it became a sport where, now, I mean, you can go to the Olympics on a skateboard or a snowboard mm-hmm. or, you know, I mean, like it became more tradition. But what was so cool about AGT Extreme is it didn't just take the traditional sports or the Olympic sports or the X Games sports. It, it took so many things that I had never seen. I mean, I had never heard of a sway pole before. And there were <laughs> he two became obsessed. On a and just to see the element that these uh, acts were bringing and the showmanship was absolutely blew my mind. And the motorcycle stunts, I'm like, Oh, it's a, it's a freestyle motocross act or a global death act or whatever, but they would bring this element that Simon does such a good job of, of really an, an AGT of finding the showmanship. It's like, you know, watching you girls wrestle, you know, it's one thing to see it, but two seconds in and you're hooked, you're, you're, you're drawn into these characters and this, um, this whole showmanship. And that's what I think AGT extreme really brought in. Oh, this is the one thing we've been missing on television. We especially have in the pop culture scene. And, and we're going on air the day after the Olympics. There's no more football, like anything that really gets you on the edge of your seat. And like, you're right. like fired up to see, I mean, that's going to be our show. And Travis said also, I mean, well, Brie got to meet Terry yesterday. Oh my so Brie God. Was How awesome is Terry? Terry is amazing. I just was like, I couldn't stop watching him, especially in interview how animated, hilarious, but like, I told Nicole, we walked out and I go, no wonder he walked into a room and they're like, that's a star. I'm like, he, he has it. He does yeah. have And it. then he moves He's his- He's Eddie, President Kamasu. Yeah. 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 He, bounced, yeah. he bounced his boobs and I was like, oh man. By I, the way, I, I, tr- I tried to do it on NBC and we were live and he's like, I don't know, Nikki, it's not that kind of show, but I'm like, well, if you're doing it, like I'm just following along. I know that's when I had to take a back bump and I was about to roll into the ocean. I'm like, my sister did not just try to bounce her boobs on the pre-show. But. <laughs> flex, flex, or flex, because he was flexing his pec. So we have pec muscles. I was trying to flex my pec muscles. There's so much I'd like to tell you right now why mm-hmm. we can't see your pecs. <laughs> But I'll save that for later. Oh, my gosh. Well, they are under the muscle. That's all I will say. (laughs) Poor Travis. You are so crazy. So, Travis, we have to, I, you know, I love talking about AG. We're nuts. Um, I love talking about AGT Extreme. But I think the one thing our listeners would love to know is if they don't already, why it was such a big deal that you were a judge. I mean, when you think about the X Games and getting a gold medal, I have to know, what was that feeling like? Because the X Games, they're a huge deal. We used to be obsessed. But you won a gold at the X Games, correct? Um, well, yeah, I have 11 X Games gold medals. It was so fun because I came up with like a motocrosser mentality of work hard, train hard. My dad was a Marine. And I come into these to the X Games where, dude, everyone is cheering each other on. Like I come in my first X Games, Tony Hawk lands the 900. Oh and gosh. it's after the time is up, every one of his competitors are like they're high-fiving him. They're like rubbing his back. They're getting the crowd into it. He lands the 900 after time and every one of his competitors cheers him on. And it was so hard for me to understand this or to grasp this concept coming from racing where we would knock our grandmother down on the last turn if it meant that we could get one more position. Um, you know, to where everyone was cheering everybody on and it was all about 
passion, the yeah. love of riding your motorcycle, your bicycle, your skateboard. And I feel like that's why X Games did so great at the beginning was because it was really an individual sport where you weren't competing against your rivals. You were competing to do something that no one else has ever done before. And the danger factor was so high. And we didn't know how far to make the jumps or how steep to make anything. And everything's dirt and everything's learning. And, you know, we got to the LA Coliseum and half the guys were like, man, I just want to go home. I'm so scared. I don't even want to jump the jumps. They're so big. And, you know, the crowd felt that energy. And as it got more standardized, I feel like that kind of, that excitement, we lost a little bit of it. And that's kind of why we started Nitro Circus just to you know, we made the landings a little safer, but now instead of going 30 feet in the air, these guys are going a hundred feet in the air, Jeez. like literally a hundred plus feet, you know, over you a, you know, on a 40 foot takeoff to a 60 foot landing, doing triple backflips on a 300 pound motorcycle. No. Like it, it, it's pretty wild how far it's come. It's true. And that's what like I, what I loved about us and like how I totally saw you and your element is like, we had that excitement again because I remember action sports. It was just like the place where there was no rules. And if there were, they were meant to be broken. And it was like all the rebels coming together. And that's what separated it from football and baseball, the Olympics. And so I feel like we finally get that again. You know, Travis, I have a question for you. What would you say would be your top five moments of your entire <laughs> career? And you, we could even make it life. Life. I mean, you have so many. I mean, ESPN has done an incredible special on you, but what would be your top five? You know, X Games was was huge to be able to go because I'd always watched the X Games and they started in 94, 95. And in 99, they bring motorcycles in. Wow. You know, I'm 15 years old. I don't even have my driver's license yet. And, you know, I had to talk my mom into like allowing me, you know, my dad's were put the third mortgage on our house to try to pay to get out there to California. He's like, okay, what's last place pay? <laughs> All right, we we can we can make it. Just don't get hurt. You know? um, yeah, I just just the excitement and the family and everyone kind of helping and backing, and then you know turning pro at sixteen, and you know I, I broke my thumb uh, the day before the season started. I cut my cast off, then I broke my wrist. I cut that cast off. I broke my foot, and I still won. I won the championship by two points at the end, and then I got to represent the United States in the motocross of nations at 16. So I was the youngest person to ever go over for America. And we won, um, you know, and we were in France, who was our biggest rivals. And there's 130,000 French fans booing me, throwing stuff at me all the oh way around the God. track. And that was like the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. I was like, never felt so good to be booed <laughs> and to represent your country. Um, Ooh, you know. natural heel. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, I mean, those were like that year at like 15, 16 turning pro kind of, getting to live my dream against my heroes was great. But since then, honestly, because I spent my whole life wanting to be on that level. And then every time on that level, I just want to spend it in your backyard, riding with your friends. That's why we started Nitro Circus. And now I get to travel the world with my wife, with my two young girls, mm. and we get to have fun and see all these amazing sights. And we get to do it as a family. And that family also includes, you know, so many friends that, that you met along the way and they're, they're the best in what they do. But I mean, action sports is all about being cool. Nitro Circus is just about doing stuff that no one else is doing. I mean, our first show we had Pogo Fred was was huge. He's on a pogo stick. Gosh, like it's the most thing awesome. you could do, but man, he's doing like triple backflips and you know, just engaging with the crowd. And for me, action sports was always about progression. And that's why, like AGT Extreme, everybody there was so passionate about what they did. Oh my it's gosh. so cool. I, and I love what you brought up too about like the family life you guys all have to go look at travis's instagram you have the cutest family and one i mean he's with an incredible woman who's 
also won golds and has set records and has done incredible things as a woman in the skateboarding industry. But your girls are so fearless. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Brie, you have to see them. Now, would it make you nervous if your daughters got in the business? Like if they became part of Nitro Circus? <laughs> yes. You know, I'm actually a cheer dad now. They he love cheer. Thank goodness they love cheer. But like my uh, my youngest uh, is a flyer and she got dropped so many times yesterday. She came and she got bruises everywhere. I'm like, I had no idea. Like, because I was always like throw from the time they were like less than one. They were pretty much like doing flips. And we had my like in six months, we had my Addy was like water skiing, you know, behind like a jet ski. And they've grown up along these kind of action sports and they've seen their normal is not necessarily normal, but their passion, you know, people say, what do you want your kids to do? So whatever they're passionate about, if they're as passionate about cheerleading or, or what math or anything as their mom is about skateboarding or as I am about motorcycles and car racing, you know, I feel like we've done a good job as parents. So I just, I'm scared because it seems like everything that I enjoy is dangerous. And I know how many mistakes I've made, how lucky I've been. And as smart as I feel like I am, and as wise as I feel like I've gotten this old age, I'm still sitting here with a pee bag, a broken back, hip, pelvis, and everything else because I made a mistake on something that should have been simple. Uh, so I really hope they don't follow in my footsteps. But if they do <laughs> and they love it, I'll support them. Oh, my god! I know. We're actually hoping, you know, as you get wiser, maybe it's just, you know, less of less those acts. Yeah. We'll be praying for that. Travis, I have to say, I had so much fun with you on set. You, and I was telling Bree this, you really made my experience so much fun. And Terry and Simon, too. But... I was just so happy that Travis and I, we just put in a lot of work. We had to prove our worth as the judges. So you made it so much fun. And we just had the most incredible crew, right? Didn't, wasn't everyone just so amazing? It was, was so awesome. Talked about it. I've never, like, I mean, our productions are so much less real than this production. <laughs> like I've never felt, I had my own trailer and stuff. I'm like, almost felt kind of lonely. And they had, you know, it was like a lot of downtime on set. So we had a lot of time, like 12 hours a day on set. We were just with Nikki and I was felt so cool because like we just got to hang out and we got to talk about X games. We talked about wrestling and it's, it was so much fun. So thank you for making my experience. Oh, I love it. And then how like crazy that we end up finding out we know all the same people. Which like, is wild. We were barely missing each other through all these years. That it's Skate Mafia crew, all of them. Ricky is the one that trips me yeah. out the most. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I mean, good old Ricky. Who would have known Embry? He looks exactly the same. Which is crazy because- I don't even think he's aged. How How is he not aged and I have Oh, girl, you still got it. Don't worry oh, about thank it. thank you. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. 
Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Okay, because you have so many records and we thought this game would be fun, record collector. Travis, you know, obviously he's very accomplished. He drove a NASCAR, he starred in Nitro Circus, and he also happens to appear in the Guinness Book of World Records 11 times. So when we're talking records, Brie... Are you in Guinness Book of yeah, World? Yeah, I'm sure no, I am. No, um, I did, yeah, I think I am. You're not sure if you're in the Guinness Book of well, World Well, I mean, no, I am the longest not. reigning Divas champion in WWE history, and I know I'm in the WWE history books, which makes me also in the Guinness World Record books, right? Obviously. Obviously. I mean, I should Google that, though. I should. <laughs> well, Travis has 11, so what we are going to do <laughs> yeah. is when we say this name, you have to tell us if they have more records than you, or you have more records than them. Are we just talking Guinness? Yes, we're only going to do it with your Guinness Book World Records, because if we did it with all your other ones, then you would beat every then, single yeah, person there's no on chance. this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and beyond. Uh, and beyond. Okay, so the first one, we thought this one was appropriate. Who has more records? The Rock or Travis? I feel like The Rock would probably have more opportunities, but you know what's interesting? In 2003, 15, I think I won awesome ESPN's awesomest student of the year that was fan vote in. And then I went against the rock in the final and I've still got my belt awesomest student of the year. I forget exactly what year it was, but just because I beat yeah. the rock at awesomest student of the year, which honestly I feel like is my best award, even though it was just an ESPN fan vote award that no one has ever heard of. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that I have more records than the rock. By the way, that's Awesome that you beat The Rock. I love that. Yeah. I think that's an amazing award. Amazing bragging rights. And you also get a brag because you do. You have more than him. He only has two (laughs) records. But by the way, I'm kind of shocked that he did the most selfies in three minutes in 2015. I I should be able to beat that record. I feel like you can. You know what? We should do this. You definitely. I know you could. Number two, Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg's definitely got me, dude. He's on he's on everything. There's no way that he wouldn't found a way. I have to say, even though Snoop Dogg is a badass, you beat him. You beat him. You have more records than him. How how many uh, Guinness? He's one. Records? He only has one. And not even for rapping. What did he get it for? The longest paradise cocktail. Uh, largest. Or largest. largest. <laughs> and by the way, he said that at Bottle Rock Napa. I remember he was there. These records don't even feel like real records. But that's why I figured with Snoop Dogg, he would have to have a bunch of like records like this that don't really yeah. exist that are just awesome. You know, but, we're going to start our own TikTok trend, Travis, Bree, and I. And we're going to just go find these records and go beat them. Oh, we that should. We could do I think that. We should Cocktails, do selfies, that. we're in. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Especially like, I think I can beat the largest Paradise cocktail. Okay, number three, Ariana Grande. You know, I... Again, I'm, I'm going to have to go with she's got to have just more opportunities to do random things that are amazing. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with her. So you're right. You're actually right. She, she beats beat you, you, which I yeah. was actually many, shocked about. How many does she have? 20. And by the way, I'm impressed with hers because hers are actually for including the most songs to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. That's a legit. That's, that's legit. legit. Look, that's that gave legit. me chills. That's now that. I can't ever beat that. All right. Okay. So I've got one of my favorite Guinness record was pretty interesting because oh, yeah? we we're going through all these records and I'm like, shoot, I can ride on two wheels on a four wheeler for like a long time. So we measured out <laughs> and I had the Guinness world record guy was like looking into it for me, but I'm like, let's just start this. I know I got it. So I start out with Jolene Van Voot, um, who's oh, yeah. the nitro girl. Like she's on the back. So we're going to go longest tandem on two wheels on a, a four wheeler, which we found out didn't exist. So that was great. So we have a mile or like a half mile oval. So we go around these cones and we're like seven miles in and the guy comes back and he goes, okay, 123 miles or whatever it was. <laughs> so I had the, the tires down to the cords and I had like almost no gas left and I beat it by like a half a mile before the tire blew out and ended up crashing. But I did get the record for longest two wheel. on. A How long wheel. did that take you? I mean, uh, a full tank of gas. It was, I was on there for like four hours, four yeah, hours. Great. Oh my but gosh. That, didn't that and Jolene happen? had to, so we already had like a couple miles in and Jolene actually jumped off while we we're still on two wheels. Cause she was like, yeah, I'm not going to stay with you for, for a hundred and some miles. That is wild. Yeah. That's yeah. patience. You have really good patience. It's his yeah, mindset. Just enough fuel. Just enough fuel. <laughs> Goodness. So our last one, William Shatner. I, I can't compete with William Shatner. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to give it to Shatner for sure. Nope, you know you what? Beat him. You beat him. He only what? has one. He only has one record. Okay, all right. What is it? It's um, oldest person in space at 90 years old in 205 days. That sounds like a movie. Is that a real thing? Wait, wait. He's 90. Is William Shatner 90? He's 90. William Shatner is 90. Wow. See, I just would have figured with that much experience, he would have had the opportunity to have more world records, but especially since he's still getting them at, at, at you know, at 90. I mean, he got his first one at 90. That's wild. Well, you good know, for you, William. Good for you, William. Well, Travis, we know we've taken up a lot of your time and we always love to end our podcast with some inspiration and affirmation. So do you have like a quote or an affirmation that you live by? I'd rather try and fail than fail to try. And oh. people always say, man, you've like, whatever, like you've accomplished in, in motorcycles and cars and what, I'm like, do you know how many times I've failed? And I feel like so many people, especially with my girls growing up, like they'll try once and be like, well, I'm not the best. And I'm like, well, no, you'll never be the best when you first try, but you got to continue to try and you will continue to fail. But if you don't, try you, you'll never succeed so i feel like that one kind of especially where i am in my life right now and uh, my wife would disagree on the, on the whole base jumping thing but <laughs> I, to to leave something you know it's kind of like eminem song yeah you know you got one shot one opportunity are you gonna go for it or, or not and if you don't go for it you'll fail every time so rather I try and fail than fail to try i you know love what? that i love I, that and i think with social media nowadays people are so scared to fail like they're on this huge platform whether it's to their 10 followers or their 10 million or whatever it is it's like they're scared to try something because they're 
there's ego or they're too embarrassed to fail to social media. So I really like that because you need to. No, I totally agree. And I feel like I've learned that as an entrepreneur, but where we got is wrestling, how we built our brand. It's like, okay, we're going to try this. People may hate us. People may make fun of us. People actually, especially as athletes, might not even make noise of what we're going to do in the ring, which is like the worst thing for a wrestler when it's crickets. But you have to live by that. Failure comes success. You can't succeed without failure. And so... That's beautiful. I love that. Well, it's just it's just confidence. Gen- I mean, generally, like you girls have a lot of confidence, and you know, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of hard work and there's not a lot of tears that go on behind. I mean, I don't know, but like for me, like there's oh yeah, no, there is. You know, there's a. It takes so <laughs> many years. You know, everyone's like, oh, they're an overnight success. I'm like, there's no such thing as an overnight success. No. I mean, even the people that you think are overnight successes or whatever, like if you're if you last more than just you know, one moment of, of fame, you're there for a reason, you know? And that's, uh, I think a lot of that has to do with confidence. Even if you have 10 followers, you don't want to let people down. And I feel like the world today that we live in is so tough because you always feel like you're put on this, not a pedestal, but you have right. to do so much. And you look at everyone else that looks like they're so successful, but you don't see all the failures. And you watch that from skate videos and everything. You see them succeed. And the kids are going so much further than we ever went because they never see the failure. So they're like, well, this is the baseline. They don't realize that the guys crashed 10,000 times to get there. They just assume that's normal and they figure out a way to do it. And that's pretty cool to see. Wow. Gosh, that is right. Yeah. That's going to be my son. Cause he's fearless too. Oh, I know. Yeah, we got you, very, girl. very fearless boys, you know, but wait, before you go, I want, I need to ask you one more thing. Okay. You left Red Bull and now you have this incredible coffee company called Black Rifle. And is it just coffee? So Black Rifle is, is just coffee. And it's it was interesting because Red Bull is, is such, uh, they've given so many opportunities in action sports. And they really took action sports and made it a culture and made living for the moment and adrenaline and, and being up for whatever challenge has come around and um, really jumped into the action sports world as did the other energy drink platforms. But uh, my buddy started a company. They're all military-based Black Rifle coffee. And it's, it's America's coffee. They love America. But what's really neat is where I am in my life right now. Um, you know, we were right down the road from Walter Reed and they have so many plans to really kind of give back. And there's companies doing awesome, so much better than they ever expected. And they have the means to go have a lot of fun, to go live life to the fullest, to live the American dream. And for me to be a part of such a a new company, I mean, it just, you know, everything's been going so great. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of live this world like I'm not military. My dad was a Marine. My wife's father was a Marine. Both of my grandfathers were in the Navy. Uh, my best friend growing up became a Navy SEAL. Like all the people around me have worked so hard and risked their lives to give me the freedoms to chase the American dream. And I feel like under boot campaign and everything now, we try to give as much back as we can uh, to those, that, the first responders and the, everyone that, that's helped kind of build that. So it's just cool to be a part of an organization that really has the opportunity to do a lot of cool things. And where can we find it? BlackRifle.com. Nice. <laughs> nice. Travis, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thank you, ladies. Truly appreciate the time. Cannot wait for Monday. Thank you for making my time at AGT so awesome. This has just been uh, been awesome to get to know. Oh, and finally get to see both of you. I Hopefully know. Uh, one day we'll get to meet you. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're coming back. I feel it. This is just the beginning. <laughs> I sure hope so. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. 
I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.